close okay. eye. You're right. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm getting sick of this song. Really? Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a good song to like intro a show to, but the you, thing is, you opened up Pandora's box. Now I'm thinking about it. If we, uh, okay. But if we we have to come to uh, like we have to take time and think about this because I don't want to I don't want to lock in on a shittier. This song is so good. Yeah, it is. If people hear it and they know they're about to get the awkward high five podcast, no. So if we're gonna make that type of change, we have to be solid. All right. I mean, as much as I'd like it to be fine, fine, ta pa boy, it's not going to work. We're Tiny Tim in the moonlight. <laughs> I think Tiny Tim's a stable sue us. <laughs> yeah, probably. Nah, he's too, he's, that dude's like retarded, I think. We'll just get a, uh, <laughs> we'll just, well, he's dead, number one. Oh, good. Yeah, that's why I meant if, why is it his estate. Uh, we'll just get a, a tenor ukulele in the mail that just says you're fucked on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> Your big proclamation for the day already is that you think Tiny Tim, the deceased ukulele player, is retarded. <laughs> yeah, he is. I concur. My OCD is going to not let me not hit at least one bottle rocket. Go for it. All right, that's it. Steve. Welcome to the Awkward i5 podcast. My name is Devin. My name is Ratch. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's December. Yes, I, you know I real, I realized that today, <laughs> and I started getting this like fucking Christmas anxiety. Uh, Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why, real quick. I have a couple things to say about Christmas, Ratch. Uh, um, it, m- most for twelve years of my life, I worked in a retail setting, uh, and when you work in a retail setting, Christmas blows. Not o- day. Not only not only does not only. D- <laughs> How can I say this? Cool. Five five seconds in, I'm already fucking <laughs> mush mouth motherfucker. Everybody's looking for deals. Well, not, it's Christmas. Guys. Right, right. <laughs> not not only do you not get the the right time off that normal people would get off for the holidays to enjoy with their family, your job actually gets exponentially harder around that time. Yeah. Now, if you're in sales, uh, if you, if you work or like. You know, retail jobs aren't across the board, right? There's different retail jobs. Like if you work at Best Buy, that's a kind of that just sucks. You know, you're just making whatever twelve dollars an hour, and just and 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 it sucks. It, my type of job is more like was more like car sales, where I was commission based and I could make a ton of cash. So when I was a salesperson, uh, it, it, at least the money was there because you would, you know. One year, I walked away from Christmas with like a I think like a five thousand dollar commission check or something. So it, it was kind of worth it. But but as a, when I got into a manager's position and I was salaried, then that was when life was the worst because and you wouldn't you weren't selling anything anymore. Well, no, I was a manager. I was just salaried. So. But uh, you never had to sell, is what I'm saying. When I yeah right when I was the when I was a sales manager and, and, and but that's when it was sucked the worst because the hours get longer. Uh, the customers are horrible. I mean. It, People, you know, especially the closer you get to Christmas, these people in this mad rut, like people come in and they go, uh, you know, what else can I get on that? There's people that that literally that I dealt with that came in on uh, on Christmas Eve, like asking for whatever the hot new guitar, you know, because I sold musical instruments. But like, let's say that there was this amazing fucking Fender Stratocaster that they had on sale for $500 and it was the thing that everybody wanted that Christmas like a fucking Tickle Me Elmo or some crazy bullshit right and uh, and 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 I would have people come in on Christmas Eve like five minutes before we close and be like I want one of those $500 strats and we'd be like well I'm, I'm sorry we're sold out and they'd be like are you fucking kidding me and freak out and 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 expect us like to be the ones that were wrong for you waiting until five minutes before the store <laughs> closed on Christmas Eve to buy the hot. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, that, that's yeah. the type of shit you would deal with. So anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't even like talking about my old retail days. But <laughs> like you're still there and shit. Yeah, now I'm like my heart just started palpitating. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think what that has done for me is kind of left me li- a little grinchy during the Christmas holidays. Now I haven't dealt with that. Last year I was not in that setting. This year I'm not in that setting. This year I actually. We'll have the the requisite amount of time off. You know, I have a regular job for the most part, and I'll be able to enjoy the holidays. Work will probably even die down a little bit. Well, I don't know for sure, but but at the very least, I'm at least going to have you know Christmas off. Chris, well, yeah, well, <laughs> I you know Christmas was off. Christmas is one of the last holidays I think that the major retail stores haven't t- like claimed. But that's what, I don't know what, if it's fucking my brain or some shit, but like to me Christmas day it's like Christmas is over. 
You know, like Christmas, it is. Christmas Eve is more like yes. I'd rather have Christmas Eve off, right? Because Christmas Day is like nothing. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just sleep, and then it's like, oh, we're having dinner tonight. I didn't even know it was Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like whatever. But Christmas Eve, I feel like that's when you party. I don't know. I yeah, I guess. I mean, it, 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 I I don't know. You know, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it works either. I, I I I guess maybe I'm not. Now that I'm thinking about it, I was about to try to blame it on my my PTSD from from years of retail, <laughs> but I maybe I'm just not a huge Christmas person. Yeah, I mean, I used to be, but I guess it, when you know when you get older, I mean, shit. I was maybe I don't know up until a couple of years ago, I think. <laughs> but now I'm just fucking sick of it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't like the whole fucking buying shit shit, you know. Maybe if I was wealthy and I could, like, you know, come in dressed as Santa and throw gifts at people, maybe I would enjoy doing that. But I can't, so it makes me fucking miserable. Right. You know what I want to be? Uh, um, I, what I'm striving to be is I want, now that I have uh, I have a, a bunch of, I, I could actually say a bunch of nieces and nephews now. Like, my, um, I have th- three, I have two nephews now and a, and a niece. And who knows if I'll ever be a parent. It doesn't even really matter. But now that I at least have these little ones in my family that I'm going to be spending holidays with... I want to be the uncle that like just has a knot of fucking hundreds and just peel like, <laughs> and that's what you, you know, you walk in and just be like, Hey, how's everybody doing? And just be like, here you go, kid. Here you go, kid. Yeah. Here you go, kid. Here you go, brother. Here you go, uh, sister-in-law. Here you go, parents. Everybody have a nice time. I'm going to sit back and smoke a cigar. Yeah. Well, that, that was the best thing about grandpa was that, you know, when we would already start Christmas Eve and like, you'd be the last one up the stairs. You know what I mean? And then when you saw him up the stairs, you knew cash was coming. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause you had the old, uh, Italian and like yeah, straight yeah. off the boat grandpa so <laughs> yeah. of course you guys are you were either for christmas with your grandfather you were either getting cash or one in the back of the e yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what always baffles me about gramps though like i guess it just baffles me in general is handkerchiefs they're weird right? yeah like why would you carry around a booger rag it's uh it's it's a artifact from times past when when there wasn't actual disposable things like paper towels and stuff you know? Yeah, but like you know what else? When other people are crying and people hand them their <laughs> fucking handkerchief, yeah, I know. Here, wipe my boogers on your face. I know that is fucking wild. That's crazy, right? Because yeah, every every Christmas I would get my grandpa handkerchiefs with his initials on them. Oh, and yes. he loved that. Was like his number one gift, you know. Mm-hmm. And I guess you mow through them because they get all boogerfied. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that was like his main shit. But you know why carry around? Like, what if you do a serious fucking blow? And then you just stick it in your pocket. Right. Then you got booger pockets. Right. Disgusting. It's disgusting. So disgusting. Um, now they're just used from the the hipsters uh, as as a pocket decoration in yeah, their pocket suits. Square. But I don't think anybody actually sneezes into a handkerchief. <laughs> they're probably spending like five hundred bucks for a handkerchief, and then like uh, you know, if you sneezed in it, they'd be offended or some yeah. shit. But uh, it's like um, it's like when you go to a really fancy restaurant and they have cloth napkins. That kind I of I love that. Really. Sometimes I want to suck the flavor out of them. Now I like I like. I don't even know what that means. It means like, like you know, paper napkins you just throw them away, but cloth napkins you know what you ate. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, I, I like if I if I'm in a fancy enough place that they have cloth napkins. <laughs> even you were stunned by that one. Yeah, that was retarded. Yeah, it was retarded, but that's all right. I'm letting you go on that. Um, uh. If if I'm in a fancy enough place that they have cloth napkins, then th- of course I enj- that place is good, so I'm I'm with it. You're like I don't want to go to Peter Luger's and look down and have just you know like fucking uh you know regular uh, hefty fucking whatever whatever it's called brawny fucking paper towels. <laughs> brawny. But but I get the same feeling. So all right, I guess this is what I'm getting at. I can freak myself out a lot <laughs> when it comes to restaurants and bars if I think too hard about it because sometimes I'm at a bar. And I I asked for a pint, and they give me a pint glass, and you could just tell it's one of the pint glasses that's I been know, around for a yeah. long time. Ugh. And even if it's super clean, there's no s- spots or anything on it. You just I sometimes if I think to myself, how many lips have touched this glass? Yeah, like that's my stigma. I always feel like some someone soaked their beard in it. Yeah, right. It smells like <laughs> going back to the hipster thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, somebody, well. somebody soaked their beard in it and then took their five hundred dollar handkerchief <laughs> out of their lapel and fucking oh. blotted it off. But that's the way I feel about cloth napkins sometimes. Like I think about how many savages, like 
wipe their face or maybe the kind of the inside of their mouth or yeah but they throw them bitches in the washing machine i know well they also wash the the glasses too you're they not gonna get... dunk them in like a blue suds but it's super fucking hot and shit I guess. And, and, you know like it's enough to kill all the bacteria i mean there's regulations that the restaurants have to go through and it's the same thing with the the the, the, the but like the life of a fucking um you know cloth napkin, a cloth yeah. napkin in a restaurant it, you know if i was to, to fucking see through its eyes how what show me what you've seen yeah people spitting out fucking ner- like t-bone steak nerve in it no. yeah <laughs> disgusting <laughs> pulling a fucking uh, one of those uh, stringy things that you yeah. get out of a steak from in between your uh. teeth and then placing it in the napkin mm. or how about this how many times are those white like bone endings on a chicken bone Ooh, yeah. like what are those Disgusting. Okay, how many times have you done this in in life? You're out eating, maybe with a with a with a bunch of people or whatever, and you bite into something, and it either it, it, I, I want to say it doesn't taste well, but I don't think that's really it. More more of the time, there's just something wrong with it. Like maybe there's something in it, like there's a hair in it or something like that, and you can't swallow it. So then you take the fucking the ball of already chewed and gnawed food and you spit it into your napkin and roll it up. Yeah, yeah. Disgusting. Seeing all those things. Yeah. And now you want me to wipe my face yeah. here at Peter Luger's oh. where my wife sleeps, my kids come to play with their toys? <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess in my older years, what I've been doing when there's something like gnarly in the food, I try and put it like in the middle of everything I'm chewing and just fucking swallow it, man. No spitting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I'm sorry. Say that again. Say there's a, I'm chewing. I'm I'm eating something and like oh shit, there's a bone, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'll take the wad of whatever I'm chewing, kind of fashion the bone in the middle of the wad <laughs> and just swallow the wad. <laughs> so I don't Are you swallowing bone? Yeah. So I don't feel myself swallowing it and I don't know about it. I mean, I know about it, but I don't feel it. Why wouldn't you want to pick that out? Why do you want to digest bone? You know how so bad gotta, that is for like fucking everything. Because then you got to spit it all out. You know what I mean? I don't want to waste a whole big chew. <laughs> Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You are legitimately a savage because <laughs> like the things that you've consumed in your life were all chicken, glass, now just fucking random bones for no reason. I can't even I mean uh, I have a reason. I don't want to spit, you know. If it was a if it was a paper napkin place, I'd spit it out, but I It's 2016, spit. my friend. Food is prevalent. You, I, you can you huh. could spit out a little portion of food in order to save yourself from hocking on a bone. Yeah, but not in a white not in a cloth napkin place. I keep it classy. Oh, that's just Richie. He's just <laughs> Hocking on a bone. <laughs> I won't hock on it because I, I, I fashioned it in the middle of all my food so it just slides down with the rest of it. Have you ever been eating a hamburger? Like, have you ever gotten, uh, like, let's say... Oh, I know what you're going to say. What are those, What are those? like, those Bubba burgers or something yeah. like that? And you throw them on the grill and and, and you're, you're eating it and, and all of a sudden there's just, like, you just chop down on something hard out of yeah. nowhere and you're like, well, how the fuck is there a bone in my burger? And you know what happens to me? I'll be like, fuck, was that my tooth? And I'll check all my teeth and I'll be like, oh, good. And then I'll spit it out. Because <laughs> sometimes you think it's a tooth. Well, look, for for a good two years of my life, uh, about 10 years ago, there's a good possibility that that was a tooth. Because <laughs> my front tooth would fall out all the time. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's fucked up? Like in my older, once again, now that I'm getting older, I kind of make it up in my mind which tooth I could do without. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, if it's if it's anywhere from like the fangs back, I could you know I'll t- I'll take a loss you know no one's really gonna know unless I'm cheesing hard for the camera. <laughs> but those are those are the ones that do all the work. Yeah, I know, but those it, are the ones that do some. You're I'm not, chewing. I'm not saying I'll lose them all, but like if, oh, if, if take I one out to lose a tooth. Remember fucking that same that same hippie rock dude we were talking about last time. He used to lose teeth like fucking every day. Really? He's like, oops, there goes a tooth. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that at all. I do. Okay. He probably never brushed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was he like, probably thought, uh, nah, never mind. I was going to make some horrible hippie joke, but it wasn't <laughs> going to be funny. It was like no big deal to him. He'd be like, oops, there goes tooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Gotta go tell my mom's about it. She's going to be pissed. <laughs> I, could tell, I could tell you from personal experience. And just so everybody knows, I think we just talked about this before, but I didn't like I didn't lose a tooth like uh, because I was on meth or because I didn't take <laughs> I didn't take care of my teeth. I literally smashed teeth out of my mouth and and uh, had to have a fake tooth in in my front right tooth. My, my- it's so crazy! Like you didn't lose any teeth on the on the bike incident. 
Yeah. You lost them all in the other one. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's fucking all the grill. So for a good, uh, for a good, because it broke, I, I smashed my teeth out of my mouth so bad that it broke the bone going up into my skull. Ah. So, so, um, so for a good year and a half, two years, I had this temporary tooth until I could get the bridge put in. And the temporary tooth, when it when was so, it was when I got loose. Like if I got drunk, that's when it would start falling out. Like sometimes it would stick in there good, and sometimes it would just fall out. And you know, another weird thing is, I'm all over the place. I apologize. Another it weird, was like a tooth on a stick. It had a spike in it. Yeah. And I would actually spike it into my gums. Oof, that didn't hurt? No, because there was a hole made for it. Like It, it was like a, a post that they put in it <laughs> and it sticks into it. Post hole digger. But you know what? Sometimes I have dreams that I still have that tooth and I have to, pull, and I have to push it back in. Anyway, the point I was going to make is in the year or so that I dealt with that, I could honestly tell you that you do not want to lose your, your front teeth because I had to eat everything that I ate uh, on you know on my side teeth so like like if I had an apple I I, I couldn't bite into an apple no. you couldn't anything that that required biting into you just couldn't do you'd have yeah. to you'd have to take anything on a fork and like literally put it in the side of your mouth and start chewing on the side of your teeth hmm. and the day that I got I don't think I eat any foods that require your front two chompers really <laughs> yeah you don't eat apples no I, I like, eat like an apples apple make a day. Me thirsty really yeah. They're not refreshing to me. Apples make me fart like a motherfucker. I like peaches and plums and shit. <laughs> okay, but those but those you bite into. Yeah, but they're soft. Anything spherical, spherical, Spher- yeah. spherical that you would hold, then you you have to bite in with your front teeth. Yeah, but like a plum, fucking you know, like a baby can eat a plum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, yeah. But but that's the thing. Like like I'll uh, gum the shit out of a plum with my with my crazy tooth. Fucking um, my crazy loose tooth. Like even a plum, it, it, it maybe if it was too soft, then I would bite into it, and then the tooth would just stay in the plum. You know, like that, <laughs> I was gonna say, did you ever see it still? In the that thing would come out. We've talked about this, so I don't need to go through it again. But anyway, I never used to come out while you were singing. Like if you hit a high C, <laughs> shit would just shoot across the room. <laughs> um, yes, I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to lose any teeth. So thanks. Yeah. Well, it's the Christmas season again, so it's time for me to bust out the spaghetti, garlic, and oil for Santa. What's that? You don't remember that? No. That's what my, my alcoholic father used to make. Uh, kids usually leave Santa Claus like cookies, and like sometimes a reindeer gets like carrots or granola and shit. Mm-hmm. But I used to leave him a plate of spaghetti, garlic, and oil and a Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that's what Santa ate. <laughs> like I used to have visions of Santa slurping up spaghetti and like and getting it in his beard and shit. And Yo, can, chugging the butt. Can your family be any more <laughs> fucking Italian? That's I don't it. think I've I've ever met a, a more Italian fucking family in my <laughs> life. Like the, all, every stereotype is there to the point where your father, who by the way left you all at a very young age, <laughs> like stereotype Italian, <laughs> Italian. <laughs> fucking and showed up drunk for one last day. <laughs> In the time that, and he probably left you and went straight to the horse track. Yes. Yeah, I know, I know. After he took out all my bonds and shit. (laughs) (laughs) And fucking bet them on old Mo. Well, let's be honest, you wouldn't have spent those on anything more productive anyway. I know, I probably would have gambled them away too. But yes, to the point where he makes you put out uh, oil and fucking (laughs) Italian bread for Santa Claus. Yeah, man. I used to like, as a kid, I used to be like, hmm, like I used to picture, because you picture Santa Claus eating the cookies when you're a kid. I used to picture him eating the spaghetti and drinking the beer. I used to be like, Santa's getting drunk. You come downstairs and and you see Santa Claus and you're all happy and he's just sitting there with a fucking razor blade slicing garlic real thin, <laughs> yeah. like the fucking guy in jail in Goodfellas. Or it's my fucking dad dressed up like, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Not not Griswold. <laughs> what the fuck is Dan Aykroyd's name in Trading Places? Oh, God. What is his name? <laughs> um, Winthorpe. <laughs> Daddy-O dressed up as Winthorpe. Eating with the salmon. Fuck, with, the, with the beard all fucking... <laughs> It's talk okay. Talk about fucking uh, napkins and bar things. That part of that movie freaks me out. Well, when he's chewing the fish through the beard, and it's all stuck ah, in the beard, and yeah. you know it's got all that hair in it and shit. Mm, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see Jamie Lee Curtis's tits. Those are some awesome tits. They're great tits, aren't they? Is she known for those tits? No. Why is she so? Why is she so known? I thought it was the tits. Well, she's so known because she's the the woman who got stabbed in the in the shower and Psycho's daughter. And, is that what it is? And then she became a good actress. I mean, uh, she, you know, she's a good actress, but but yeah, she she never was a 
She was never, and she, no, well, I guess her her main came cl- uh, claim to fame is Halloween. Halloween. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I knew. I was just thinking about it. I was like, was it the tits? But then I was like, no, because she was like considered a scream queen. Yeah, right. Okay, but but yeah, but little did we know queen. with the, with those with the, all the boy haircuts and the baggy clothes and everything, Amazing. that these titties were underneath there, holy waiting shit. for little boys in the eighties to fucking look at and be like, holy Sitting shit. So well. well, I would always catch the fucking you know WPIX version. Uh, you know what I mean? And then I finally caught the real version later on in life. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit, Jamie Lee. <laughs> Where'd you get those puppies? Wait, now that I'm thinking about the Kurtster, um, wasn't there a movie where she was like mad sexy and like wearing a lot? Oh, yeah. It was that Arnold. Wasn't it an Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, but she, was, she already had the gray hair and shit. Okay, she, but I'm just saying. she Yeah, walking around like man spider. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she she was like, uh, but she was wearing lingerie and getting yeah, all sexed yeah, up, right? Yeah, but still, nothing beats the fucking Winthorpe tits. And she never popped a titty out in any of the Halloween films, right? No, hmm. no, because she was supposed to be seventeen. Was there any nudity in any of the early Halloween films? No, uh, because I know that Rob Zombie fucking remake. There's just tits everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Uh, uh, there's a little bit of fucking. Remember that nerd fucks that girl with. Remember Michael Myers puts on his glasses? <laughs> no. No! It's in like the first one. Uh, the nerd fucks the girl, and then. No! <laughs> you almost fucking warped toward fucking uh, online no ice. I can't believe it. It's such a notorious part. Michael Myers kills the couple that's fucking. Or, or first. The dude, he thought he was fucking hot soup, so he starts walking on his hands to go get a glass of water. And Michael Myers okay. picks him up and crushes his head, but he's wearing like these fucking like, you know, these like Wall Street glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so Michael Myers <laughs> and, and a fucking sheet to be a ghost. So Michael Myers puts on the sheet with the glasses over the sheet, remember? And she's like, oh, Paul, stop fucking around. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> and then he kills the bitch. Okay. Because... uh. I think a, a key ingredient to a a good horror film, it, it, there can't be gratuitous nudity. So it can't be like one of these things where it's like uh, Sleepaway Babes 8 where you, you're really going there just to see naked chicks get yeah, stabbed yeah. the whole time because that gets boring really quick. But it has to be like uh, Friday the 13th always did it very well where there's only going to be one, maybe two sets of tits in a, a, in a film and, and uh, they're going to be real quick. Yeah, but I didn't like those early 80s tits. So much rib cage and like the tits were a little stringy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't right. mind it. I mean, I I I, I like I a, like a stringy tit. I like a little I like a skinny girl tit, but this was like anorexia tit. Okay. You know what I mean? There was so much rib cage and there was even like in between tit rib. I feel like there's a specific set of tits that you're thinking about because they couldn't all be like that. I'm thinking somewhere between Friday the 13th 1 and Friday the 13th like 3. All yeah. the tits were stringy. Okay. The, they were, <laughs> the chicks that like had overly frizzy hair mm-hmm. and stringy tits and a lot of rib cage. I uh, feel like that was the look and no ass. 80s. Yeah, no I'm ass. into it. They didn't they didn't like ass in the 80s, I guess. Well, I I just don't think they existed in the 80s. What, ass? Yeah. I guess I don't know. Is it, uh, it's weird when you look at baby uh, didn't have back yet <laughs> until the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> Sir Mixlot actually had to put out that song, and then did. it then it changed. I think he That's, encouraged the whole nation. That song being out there in the zeitgeist just changed people's molecular structure, and then girls start growing asses. Like Kim K, like to shake Kim hand. K wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Sir Mixlot. I know. You know, I mean, well, that sucks, but everything else is great for, for Mixlot. Because there's one thing about Kim K. Is red beans and rice didn't miss her. Ugh, there's a lot of things about Kim K that gross me the fuck out. I feel oh, that's like, the whip, by the I way. I feel like those areolas look, look like spilled milk, like a saucer. Well, you, you could easily see them. I mean, she's been nude and everything. Ugh. It's like what like a circle looks like when you're tripping. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what her fucking tits look like? The fucking <laughs> the Salvador Dali melting clocks. <laughs> I think I might have just died. <laughs> That's what her tits look like. Oh, I'm way too sick to make me laugh that hard. Dolly's clocks. <laughs> She's just gross, man. Well, you, okay. Do you, let me ask you a question about Kim K and uh, and 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 women of that ilk. Do you like an ass that big? 
not that big now. Because here's the deal. I don't I don't find that attractive at all. And then this is what people tell me all the time. Well, then you're fucking like you just saying that cuz you couldn't handle that or or like you're like you know like you're not Yeah, as, and the people that say that can't even dicks are so small they can't even get in between that rump. But but I, that's what I'm, I I honestly do not find uh, an ass that big no. attractive. I, it just doesn't turn. Yeah, it's yeah. not something that I, I I want. Like I like a nice shaped ass, but I like a reasonably sized nice shaped ass in proportion to a body. Right. I used to know a dude that was into big asses, and he'd be like, "Oh, look at this big ass! Look at this big ass!" And like, I I like a nice you know booty, but the asses that he liked, it was like looking at fucking like the Big Show's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Because he's told me before that he likes big, dumpy asses. But but they're like man ass. Yeah, they're like it's square. Not... Yeah. It looks like SpongeBob SquarePants. And ass. where they meet the leg isn't feminine at all. There's no definition. Nothing. It's just a it's just a gelatin. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. It's like it's like Mick Foley's ass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or any wrestler that wears tights ass. Um, it, that that used to happen at my work all the time, and I and I never got it. And now look, th- I'm not trying to be anything about people that are overweight, you know, like whatever. I'm not, you know, people are really oh, you're making fun of fat, but it's not true. But what would happen is, you know, it, it, in my retail days, working in a in a music store, it was like 80 percent, twenty percent male versus female. So most of the time, I'm working around males, and most of the time, they're fucking music dorks who don't get laid. Um, and, and so most of the time, and most of the time they're trying to like put out their machismo and shit. So they're like, you know, of course, like a hot girl walks in and they're like, check that shit out, dude, which I've never, I've never been that type of person. I'm never like, oh damn, look at that. You know, like sometimes I might be like, yo, that girl's gorgeous or something. But I'm, anyway, uh, but there's been so many people that I worked with where they'd be like, yo, dev, yo, dev, check out the, the ass or the tits on that chick over there. And I'd be like, okay. And I'll look over and I'll look back and I'd be like, yeah, she's 300 pounds, dude. <laughs> That's why she has a big ass and big tits is because she's obese and probably unhealthy, you know? And they'd be like, <laughs> like, like, I, I, I've never got... Fuck her into her grave. I, <laughs> I never got the men who... Uh, And I I understand, like, chubby chasers. I had a friend who was a chubby chaser, and he just enjoyed overweight women. I get that. But I never understood the men who just want oversizedness. Like, the the, the vastness of a body part is more important than what it's attached to. Again, within proportion. So, like, they're just like... I love big tits, and then it's like, but, yeah. but like, if and they're big but, scary tits, but men have big tits because they're fucking, you know, like because they're obese men, like they have big tits. That's re- you know, like I understand like nice shapely breasts on on an, an attractive woman or something like that, but like to be like, yo, check out that girl's tit. Number one, that statement alone is ridiculous. Check out that girl's tits, but but if you were, <laughs> I if love you, when you get mad at sexuality. If you were to say <laughs> that, well, I don't get mad at it, but it's fucking. <laughs> you start to really rationalize. But, it, like, yeah, look at those big tits. That's so stupid. <laughs> suck a dick. Suck a dick. <laughs> suck a penis. What's wrong with that? Uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you know. I know what you're saying. Like, normally those big tits are just not good looking tits. They're just big. Just the fact that they're big. And also, giant giant, giant boobs on women have to be hard to to uh, maintain. Like, I feel bad for women that have giant boobs. You know what I feel bad for? I want for? them all to punky Brewster it and get a reduction. When you're fucking a girl with giant tits... <laughs> And they're fucking spinning all over the place. And like you start to think, are they going to rip off her body? And you start feeling really bad. So you hold on to them because you're like, is that hurting you? Are your tits going to rip off of your body? Because they're swinging around like helicopters because they're not just big. They're fucking long. Right. I I mean, it's got to be it's got to be a fucking a hard life to carry those fucking warlocks around. (laughs) You know what I mean? And and, uh and a lot of times, unless it's in porn, when th- when they're fake, they're just filled with plastic anyway. And even that doesn't look good. But it, but even like, but at it, least they're not swinging around. But even in porn, when it's like it, you know, like double D tits or whatever, it, it, even if it's a skinny girl and she takes her tops off, the top off, those shits like hit the floor and they're they're, they're stretched out. And oh yeah, t- I personally do not find it attractive. Yeah, myself, Dev Dog, me alone. I prefer a nice like B cup. Yeah, like a nice. I'm a C fan. I, I like there. I like there to be uh, enough to work with, but everything's in place. Nothing's pointing weird directions. Yeah, they gotta be hard as rocks. I've, it's. I, I've told you the story. I don't know if I told it on the podcast, um, but there was a girl that I was seeing for a little bit who had who had a uh, who had big bosom, a big bosom, <laughs> and um, uh, 
for most of the times that we had sex, I would I would never take the brazier off. I would just take I would just I would just put, take the bottom down to keep the support underneath. I hear you. I'll let the nipples free. The nipples will be free, my yeah. friend. But the, the brazier will still be on, supporting the bottom. So half. you could see the abdomen. And one <laughs> at one at one point, she she said to me, she was like, "How can we never take my bra away off?" And I was just like, "Oh, you know, I just uh, it's just better this way. Let's just keep it that way." Because <laughs> I don't want you to take flight from your helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've told my similar situation, but that same chick one time, I was like, I gotta see something, gotta see something, and I went and picked her bra up off the floor, and it was like double E, and I was like, ha ha, knew it. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be some letter that wasn't like normal, or it was like double F for some shit. I mean, there's, they were horrible. There, there was nothing good about it. There's gotta be a, a sweet spot with with girls who are who are well endowed, um, and it's probably. In the underage years, like the fucking fifteen to maybe like seventeen or eighteen, where they fi- where they're nineteen's good, where the skin's st- where, <laughs> like nineteen. <laughs> but what I'm saying is where everything's still tight, but they've just acquired their big breasts, yeah. and every you know. But like gravity is gonna fucking t- take its toll, man, I mean, on everything. But even there's some girls where they get lucky with their D's. I've seen some lucky D. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some lucky D, and they're I mean they're not perfect. They're not fucking, you know, it's not like you're looking dead on at the headlights. You know what I mean? There's some dangle, mm-hmm. but it's enough. You know what I mean? It's enough to where it's not like, you know, one's doing a lefty, one's doing a righty. They're, they're sitting pretty. This guy's in the middle saying, what do you want from me? <laughs> yeah. They're sitting pretty. And they're not, they're not like covering the belly button or anything. They're good to go. <laughs> Look. Like uh, there was this one chick. I mean, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But we were seeing, again, young. We were seniors in high school, and she was a sophomore. And I would always eyeball the shit out of her. And she was, like, such a nerd. Like, super, would, like, we'd eat lunch with all the geeks. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And she would even eat her sandwich like a geek. And that was, like, a big problem with me. Because you know my problem with lunch meats. Yes. So she'd be eating her sandwich. And I, I don't know if it was lunch. It seemed like it was something of, like, the salad fashion. Mm-hmm. Which, some of them okay. I think all salad. Even if it's tuna, you, you're all right. But she would, like. Even egg? No. You're okay with an egg? Yeah, no, I'm not okay not with an good. egg salad. Not good with egg. No. Or like, what's the, what's the salad that has chunks of ham in it? Ham salad? <laughs> ham salad. I don't no know. Good. I've never had a ham salad. That's no good. Here's my thing with egg salad, real sidebar real quick. Mm. If it's in another, if it's in a salad, like if you, if you say you get like a, you go and you get a, like tuna salad, egg salad, chicken salad, salad. Have you ever seen those? Where, oh, where there's a scoop of yeah each. on a salad. I'm fine with that. But if you take egg salad and put it in between in bread, bread, not fine with mm, that. I hear you. Yeah. So she would like hold her sand. Like you know how you take a bite and you put your sandwich down. She would like hold her sandwich in front of her face and her eyes would look around and shit. And it was like real weird. But I still wanted to fuck her. Cause she was really hot. Yeah. But who, uh, let me ask you but a question these tits here. Were beauties. Let they, me. They were big and they sat well. But she was kind of goofy. Yeah, but here's what I'm saying. How old was she? 15. Right. That's what I'm saying. Coming, a, a girl. I was 16, 17, all right, people? Mm-hmm. 21. I think I just hit 18. Mm-hmm. You, you're 21. You get, you're one of those dudes that came back to high school to say hi to the teachers. Yeah. And then you just went into the lunchroom and stared at a 15-year-old with big knockers, eating some fucking soggy egg salad on yeah, rye bread, on sandwich. wheat bread. Yeah, she was, she was, uh, she was a goof. Mm-hmm. But you know, so you just told this whole story to a podcast that's broadcast all over the nation, just to, <laughs> just to tell people about a fifteen year old's tits. Well, I wasn't. It's not like I just seen them. Mm-hmm. I saw them in the nineties. Now you thinking about this now, and and by proxy making all of me and the listeners envision this, like. Uh, are, Does that make me is this a, is this a crime that not, now all of us are thinking about a fifteen year old's boobs? Maybe for use, but th- me, this is my personal memory. Mm. You know, I lived it. You're the, you're the ones that are thinking about it without any any connection to it. Like, so you're the pervs. If this was Minority <laughs> Report, are we would we all get locked up for <laughs> yes. pedophilia right now? Yeah. Oh God. I mean, you know what I was thinking <laughs> as a joke? I was gonna do. I was gonna do a Bobby Schmer- the do the Bobby Schmerder song, but incriminate myself for everything I've ever done. <laughs> Okay, you just you just blew it up. Like you can't do that now because everyone's gonna know. But you should have done that and then and then made it seem like you were making that shit up. But it really be shit that you've done. But here's the thing: it would just end up being sad. It wouldn't even be funny. Like I think at the end of it, I'd probably go to jail. At the end of it, I'd be like, "You have fucking problems." 
Like, this was funny for two seconds, but once we got to the second verse, I'm scared. <laughs> That's probably what happened to Shmurda. <laughs> and the third line, it, it scared the shit out of me when he's like, tells how he shot somebody. Then he says he watched him twirl and drop. And when he said that, I was like, oh, "That's scary." <laughs> did, did he really twirl like, before he dropped? Like in the Wild West, where they shoot somebody and they <laughs> yeah, spin around. Yeah, that's what I pictured. I guess it's kind of scary. Speaking of, uh, this is this is a potpourri of a show today. But <laughs> are you watching Westworld? I stopped watching that piece of shit a while ago. People love it, and I've been trying to stick with it. I can't stay with it. And I, I'm, I'm craving for sci-fi. Please give me a sci-fi. I went to the movies to go see that Arrival film just so I could see some decent sci-fi. And it, was, and it was okay. And I wanted Westworld to be so good, and I just don't get it. I can't stay with it. I, it makes me feel dumb. It, 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 I feel like there's no, nothing has really happened and all the twists don't matter. But then I talk to people and they're like, isn't that amazing when you found this out? And I'm like, am I not just getting this? And my main complaint here, Richard, the main thing that sends me fucking twirling and dropping out of this whole fucking <laughs> thing is that how is everybody okay with a McPoyle being the lead? <laughs> and then fucking, and you're going to act like he's going to get the hot blonde that Marilyn Manson used to date? That would never happen in a billion years. He's a McPoyle. Who gave the McPoyle the leading role on the fucking... Uh, that dude's on the come up. He's been in a lot of shit. Holy shit. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, he's I, even got a fucking uh, Lemmy Cocoa Puff on his face. <laughs> he's got a few. Like, it, like they didn't. I need, can't need, watch that crap. They didn't need to use a lot of makeup to make him a McPoyle brother on "It's Always Sunny." Like, that's he looks like a fucking yeah, McPoyle. No, that's him. And he's sitting there, got fucking what's her name hanging all over him, whether she's a robot or not. Have you ever seen uh, the sister McPoyle? The one with the unibrow. Yeah. Why is she like hot in real life? Not too shabby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she ain't like. I thought she was kind of hot with the she, unibrow. Yeah, she takes like these seductive pictures, and her body's good to go, but like you can still see in her face who it is. It's the McPoyle. Like she's ruined. You know what I mean? Tainted meat. <laughs> That's but, the way I like, feel about that dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I guess so. I can't. It takes me out of it. It really takes me out every time. The, and and like obviously his storyline is very important. Obviously he's going to be the main protagonist that ends up foiling everything or whatever the fuck's gonna happen. And every time we're in that storyline, I'm just like, this is fucking McBoyle. I'm sitting here with a McBoyle and, and fucking, and he has a six shooter. Yeah, I can't do that show. I stopped, I think I stopped watching that show in like October. I'm going to stick with it, but I feel like I'm really going to end up in a lost situation here yeah, where I'm going to be like, I God damn it. Gonna, I gave up on Stranger Things. That's, I like Stranger Things. Nah, I thought that was a piece of dung right off the bat. <laughs> 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 I give that a big F you. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just done with TV. I try. You, you, uh, that American Horror Story was a joke. Oh, that show always sucked. I never, I never that understood. The first season with the house was great. Mm. I told you great. my thing with that. What was your thing? The guy, uh, the kid was sitting in the in the in the bedroom, and he was like, "You want to listen to some music?" And chick's like, "You got any Kurt Cobain?" Oh, yeah, and as yeah, soon as that yeah. happened, I was like, "And we're done," <laughs> because there's no such thing as Kurt Cobain. There's no. Do you got any Kurt Cobain? No, bitch. I got Nirvana. There's four albums we could choose from, but there's never been a solo Kurt Cobain. What do you want to listen to? The montage of Heck album. <laughs> <laughs> right, Kurt doing bebop as a twelve-year-old. Yeah, here's some weird cartoon sounds that he spliced together <laughs> while he was making a, a mural of vaginas to put on his fridge. There's your fucking Kurt Cobain. I like. How did that get past the writers? I, I just I I don't get that. They just wanted to look like like she was all suicidal and shit like I, that. Like she was into fucking suicide people. Yeah. Okay. You I know? get it. I got it. But I just I just like that phrase. It's like unless she was asking for Nirvana and then in which case that's like people like the people that call married with children the Bundies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are the Bundies on? <laughs> oh, you got God. any you got any Kurt Cobain? <laughs> Good analogy. Thank you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I hated those fuckers. <laughs> There was something what the else. Bundies or the people that called the, the people Bundies? that called it the Bundies? Like, I hate all of them. <laughs> you don't like that show? No, nah, I did. I did. I don't know what it is about young Christina Applegate. <sighs> Not overly bleached hair Applegate, but a little bit older Applegate. You know, like in the early episodes, how she's way blonde. Mm -hmm. I don't like that Applegate. Okay. Further down the line, but she got a little bit older and a little bit more mature. Yeah, mm -hmm. Supergate. Yeah, yeah. She was fucking. She was a good one. Mm -hmm. She was a. She was a gem. I don't know what it is about her. And you see her now. Like I just. What movie did I watch? Oh, I watched that Bad Moms movie. Mm -hmm. And she's and she plays like the antagonist in it or whatever. And you know, obviously, she's like pushing fifty now or whatever. She's mid forties. No, she's good. But but she. You know what? 
I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna circle this back around to a Nirvana analogy, <laughs> and she's like the actress equivalent of Dave Grohl. Where I feel like forty five year old Christina Applegate and twenty year old Christina Applegate are two completely different people. Like they like it just they even feel like two different people. Really? Yeah. Like uh, and for some reason Dave Grohl in Nirvana, the drummer of Nirvana and the lead singer of the Foo Fighters, I feel like they're two different people. Yeah. You know, like, well, they even like look the, different. I feel like Nirvana Grohl kind of sat back and let Kurt be like, you know, the superstar. But then, you know, obviously Foo Fighter Grohl is like fucking on a unicycle juggling fire. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I'm even talking looks though. But yeah, well, he's an old man with a beard. Yeah, I guess. You know, it probably dyes his hair. I just I get a different I get a dyes different aura from them. And the same thing with Christine Applegate. You know? Like he definitely I mean Dave Grohl is like all Hollywood. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. look at Chris Novoselic. That's because he doesn't do anything. Well, yeah, he like lives in a shack with it, and, and, and he and, looks like, like an run, old man. How runs an, for local fucking yeah, politics. How an old man should look. Yeah, he's like Dave bald Grohl's and shit. Like still fucking spry. And when they were doing that little Servana thing, and and uh, and Chris had and Chris had to fucking come back into the spotlight for a second. You could tell that he he didn't under he didn't realize that he like how to present his baldness. So he like started showing up with like Jamiroquai hats and <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like he was the fucking cat on the mushroom in the Alice <laughs> in Wonderland and shit. I'm like, damn, Novoselic, just let the baldness fly, brother. <laughs> Because you're looking like a maniac right now. You look like you just went to a rave in 97. <laughs> yeah, He's like sucking on a pacifier wearing <laughs> fucking UFO jeans. Bally necklace. Fucking all of a sudden he just starts playing the bass line to fucking lithium. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck? You're playing Paul McCartney's the lead singer in your band. You're wearing a Jamiroquai hat. <laughs> Wasn't it the big fluffy hat? It, at one point it was like a purple velvet fucking <laughs> big ass dope pipe fucking hat. <laughs> Seriously, he had can heat in his fucking <laughs> shoes, baby, or whatever that fucking song goes. But yeah, Why am I so pissed about his hat? Grohl actually looks younger than uh, Taylor Hawkins, his skeleton drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another thing that uh, <laughs> sometimes you just catch Hawkins like in the right part of right moment of his high, where he'll just be sitting in the background and his face is just melting all over the place. <laughs> it's just it, like the shadows hit right and he really looks like a ghoul. <laughs> <Just> death. <laughs> death. Like how did he open the coffin? He's one of those pictures that like if you look if you look at it with your eyes open it looks one way and then if you squint it looks another way and it goes from like a hot chick to a, a fucking witch. <laughs> if you look at it one way it's Taylor Hawkins, you look at it the other way it's a dead guy. <laughs> Here's another thing that I, I wondered, and, and I was thinking about it. I was watching the uh, the, <laughs> the Fat Wreck uh, documentary, and and uh, I've been thinking about this a while now. How come all musicians, oh, for almost uh, uh, the most part, all musicians keep their hair? Yeah. It, 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 think now that I'm telling you this, keep like keep an eye out on shit. Because I watched, and now we're not talking about like giant through the roof, you know, mega star musicians who obviously buy really good rugs or take yeah, whatever. I was going to say, Molly Crew, that's all stitched in there. Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. It, it, like Brett Michaels fucking has the, the wig yeah, and shit like that. The hair I, attached to the bandana. <laughs> but, I, but, but like, I was looking at like just the no effects guys, the no use for a name guys, the like those dudes, the propaganda guys, like, you know, midline bands or whatever. And they're all pushing 50 at this point. And I think the only person that they interviewed on that whole uh, documentary documentary that's bald was like the drummer of strung out who was like this big fat bald dude you know <laughs> and and i started thinking about it and i was just going through the bands and i was like why are all these dudes fucking you know like like if male pot pattern baldness is like genetic how how are all these dudes like not losing their hair and i think mm. i think it's the easy lifestyle like yeah, if you that, if like you don't california dudes like a lot of vitamin d I like i get i get on the train from fucking new york uh, uh you know to come to come like tonight to come to a high five studios and i'm sitting on the train with a tons of people that their age and they're all just fucking beaten up bald as fuck fat dejected like wearing suits and shit and i think it's really the lifestyle Could be, like yeah. if you keep a, a young playful lifestyle your body's like no we're keeping this mop because we're still young and if as soon as you let that go it's like fuck it you know get the fuck out of here i'm sure there's there needs to be some sort of scientific look into that because most fucking uh, i'm gonna air shrimps rock stars or it could be the right drug cocktail maybe <laughs> you know sometimes drugs keep your youth but then you stop and you're dead <laughs> right and you're hawkins <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's a little side note now that i've mentioned that keep an eye out on i'm that. gonna i'm gonna because i always thought joey cape was going bald no joey joey cape fucking 
full thick head of hair. Yeah, yeah. That dude fucking has a hairline like he's twenty. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like that's probably a wig. No, he's he's got a healthy head of hair. <laughs> yeah. Fat Mike, healthy ass head of hair. Yeah. You know, actually. Nah. Yeah. Because ever since he shaved that mohawk, I, I saw uh, an interview with him where he's interviewed by some like British black guy for like a radio show, but they videotaped it. And I was like, who the that? And it said like, you know, Fat Mike Burkett from No Effects. I was like, that's Fat Mike. Looks like death. No, he's he's old and he's gray, but he still has a, a thick, full head of hair. Does he? Yeah. I just saw the thin pink hawk, and it looked like it, it was barely hanging Ooh, on. Ooh, I, I have a good one. And if you follow their career, you could actually watch the mohawk get thinner and thinner and thinner until <laughs> they had to shave it was Tim Armstrong. Oh, yeah. That motherfucker went bald like early 30s. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was like uh, like it, when they first came out with like, I want your salvation. He had like these giant thick Liberty <laughs> Spikes and mohawk. And then by the time they played Ruby Soho on fucking on Saturday Night Live, you could like the stage lights were shining through. It was like mad thin. <laughs> like the top was even thicker than the bottom and then finally, he's like, "Fuck he it." The he's last like, "Now Tim Tatum." Last hair was like rrr, rrr, rrr. the bassist, man. He's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we know he's all good. Yeah, he can't even tame that shit. He has to use Dapper Dan fucking <laughs> times ten. He'll put fucking ten W thirty in his hair. Rancid's riders like fucking. Um, it's like a <laughs> bottle of whiskey and ten things of Dapper Dan for fucking <laughs> Matt Freeman. He's like fucking sitting in the mirror like. <laughs> Jacked, jacked, jacked. I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> it's true. I, I, that was just an ob- observation that I made. That's all. <laughs> I still wanted to do my voicemail. <laughs> like John, like Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols. That motherfucker is seventy. He dyes his hair every single day. I, I don't think I've ever seen an interview with him where he didn't have somebody bleaching his hair, yeah. and he still has a full fucking head of hair. Yeah. Well, British. He he ain't gonna lose his hair. He ain't gonna die. Well, he can lose his hair, but he ain't gonna die. Yeah. He he like oh, he beat meningitis. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. That's, That's weird. Like the big thing about Johnny Rotten is that when he was like a kid, he got like the worst clinical case of meningitis ever recorded and like lost his memory and can't remember anything like before six years old. I did not know that. Yeah, some weird shit like that. And yet, all of the Ramones are dead. Yeah. Isn't that weird? New York. All of yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's fucking Queens. That's yeah. what it is. The, like every, traffic. The, the Rolling Stones are all still there. They're all out there. They're about to be eighty years old. They're on the fucking road. None of the Ramones made it out of their forties. Well, well, Tommy, the original drummer, made it to like fifty-five, and then he. But he didn't it. join the band till halfway through. So no, he, he makes up time. He was fucked. the no. He was the original. Oh, Tommy. Tommy was oh, okay, the last Tom. one to die. Uh, All the original... Marky's still alive. Marky. Now, yeah. by the way, Marky, hairpiece. And the reason that I know that <laughs> is because uh, in one of the better fucking um, audio uh, things that you could listen to on YouTube, there one time Howard Stern had Marky Ramone and Joey Ramone on the phone, and they were hating each other at the time. And Joey Ramone, the fucking OCD, timid, fucking head down, shy Joey Ramone, Fucking called Marky Ramone out on the Howard Stern show for wearing a hairpiece. And it's Good. just like, he's like, Marky, everybody knows it's a hairpiece. <laughs> and he's like, Joe, are you saying it's a fucking hairpiece? And it's just like two, you know, New York guys just yelling at each other. And they're like, this is the fucking lead singer and the drummer. The Ramones are yelling. It's great. Oh, man, I wish the website was up because I would link it. When the website is finally up, I'll link it again. But if anybody is into the Ramones, I recommend I looking, that. looking that up on YouTube. It's hilarious. That is funny. All right, I don't even know where we fucking where we went with this. I don't. I, I have no idea. I, I don't know what we would even name this because we had, we didn't <laughs> stay on the on the topic for fucking one second. No, we were due for one of these puppies though. Do you have uh, a lot of tit talk though? There's some tit talk. <laughs> we always end up with a tit talk. It's either tit talk or dick talk. Tit talk, dick talk. Debbie the car. Debbie the car. Debbie the car. Debbie, Debbie, Debbie the car. The car. The car. And that's great, too, because when his buddies start turning into the girl with tits, it's his brother. And he's like, look at these tits. These tits are perfect. I got perfect tits. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. 80s films with an, one or two tits. We, we've lost that art. I know. It's, it, it's, it's everything. Now it's like it has to be porn or else. Right. It's like if you're going to watch nowadays, if you're going to watch like a straight to video National Lampoon's uh, a DVD or something, you know, it's just going to be Tit City, yeah. Um, and, and, and or it's going to be a serious film with like uh, no tits. But back then, they would just know how to throw in the fucking set of tits. Mm-hmm. Air, Airplane Two, 
everybody's in the air. All of a sudden, just a set of tits comes in, jiggles for a second, and goes off camera. That's the best That's subtle tit ever. What about the vacation films? The, the use of tittage in the, in the vacation films were perfect. Where is their tit in vacation? Like European vacation, where they go to that thing, and then uh, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. all the chicks are on stage, <laughs> yeah. and he has to cover Rusty's eyes, or fucking, um, or or uh, in, in the original vacation. Was it the original vacation that you saw uh, Beverly D'Angelo's tits? You see her tits? Yeah, don't you? I wanna. I'm pretty sure you do. That's fucked up. And the, yeah, but anyway, yeah, that kind of thing. It's just like they 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 I gotta get my hands on vacation. <laughs> they used the sexuality perfectly in the eighties. Damn perfection, and we lost it. I think one time I fucking Googled Beverly D'Angelo's tits and couldn't find them. Really? Yeah. I think it might have been. Wait, wasn't it European Vacation where he makes the tape in the shower? The slut in the shower. Yeah. yeah but she doesn't get naked. Are you sure? Yeah. I think uh, she maybe does. maybe I'm projecting that then. Maybe I wished wished it so bad that it, and it didn't happen. But yeah, you want to know something cool though? No, uh, not really. I was uh, <laughs> I watched Son in Law because I had I was watching Netflix and I couldn't Netflix all the movies on Netflix just dog shit and mm-hmm. I think Son in Law was the best pick I could find. <laughs> so I watched Son in Law and that <laughs> night I had a fucking uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen dream. You had an Amber Alert. Yeah, Amber Alert in your dreams. Yeah, and I was like, thank you. Thank you, son-in-law. The tiff is fucking stiff in that movie. That's when she's the bomb. That she, was like her she is heyday. Unbelievable. In that but film. I kind of like her. And when she got into 90210, she got a little thick. <laughs> I'm serious. You're into it? Not that she had the big show ass or anything. <laughs> I'm sure it was fine. But I, you know what I mean? Just a little bit more amber, you know? Uh-huh. It was good. Hey, look. Grab, I'm always on an amber alert. Grab her by the shoulders and give her a good fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you have do you have anything what? written down that you wanted to actually talk about not really i think we covered we really covered the whole thing okay yeah some stuff i'll save for next time though okay well let's get out of here early then i mean right. it's it's only a few minutes early but yeah i don't know how much more tit talk i have in i here. know and i'm hungry and i'm tired and it's friday night and i'm still dying <laughs> and here's richie singing a song about weed <laughs> i miss your taste and you'll see what? Do I like close a book there in the first? You yeah, I know. I, I, I think it's a piece of paper. Wait, hang on. Let's investigate. Some crap. Someone opens the door, probably. I think that was somebody bored and they were just wrapping their knuckles on the table. You know how people do that? Hang on. It's a door. <laughs> Maybe somebody was throwing dice in the background. Yeah, there was a dice game in the background. You know what? When you were in school and girls with nails used to do this on a desk with their nails. Obviously, you don't hear it because I don't have nails, but they used to do that. Uh-huh. That was so soothing to me. I used to fall right to sleep. Really? Yeah. I used to love it. Just a little, yeah, little tidbit to go out on. <laughs> Fair enough. Remember it. Thanks for listening to the Awkward I5 podcast. Go on iTunes and leave a review. Tell all your friends to listen to the show. We're back. We're doing them on a regular basis. We want to get this thing going. Everybody out there, I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> Once we have 100 reviews, we're going to write a party. Get your burgers and Chinese food. It's mm. a good combo. No. Lo mein burger. To do a bang bang, burgers and Chinese food, bang bang. I think that's actually what they do on the show, isn't it? They go to a Chinese place and then a, and then a oh, they do a diner and then a Chinese place. Diner. Bang bang. Anyway, see you in future days. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.